We are going through the little book of Jude in the New Testament. False teachers attended the love feasts in the early church. They're described in verse 12. But they did so without proper reverence, as they waited for believers to be spiritually shipwrecked because of their immaturity. Yet these teachers refused to have a shepherd to guide them. They insisted they were the shepherds. They are compared to clouds that bring no rain and barren fruit trees. They seem promising, but produce nothing. They are described as misleading as wandering stars, which today we know as planets. They are poor guides for life, and the Hebrew expression here means as far off course as possible, conveying a sense of hell and eternal punishment. That's a comment by Brian Simmons, the translator of the Passion Translation. God is described as coming in myriads of holy ones, not with myriads. They are people like him. God identifies clearly with them. They are not just his assistants. Their united task is to convict and judge the false teachers, who are described as endlessly complaining always finding fault, saying scandalous things, and letting their evil desires control them. They love to speculate and use seductive flattery to manipulate people. They cause divisions and are devoid of the Holy Spirit. They don't make good church board members. But Judah calls his readers delightfully loved friends in verse 20 to remind them that he is not scolding them, but warning them of dangers and to remember related prophecies made by the other apostles that there would be selfish mockers in the last days who would create divisions and not have life in the Spirit. In contrast, Jude's readers were constantly building on the foundation of their faith by praying in the Spirit constantly. They should fasten themselves to the love of God, he emphasizes, and be compassionate with those who have doubts, but know when to grab those who are near the fire to save them. He may be referring to eternal fire or to the dangers that go with sin. His next sentence warns them to avoid pollutions of the flesh, which seem to emphasize the danger that goes with sin. While much has been said about Judah's quoting from the book of Enoch regarding angels and wandering stars, as well as quoting from the assumption of Moses about the archangel Michael not arguing with the devil, we must remember that these sources were widely respected during the first century. It is possible Jesus knew of these books, and certainly many of the church fathers and mothers knew and respected them, yet they were not revered as scripture. I find them tedious and sometimes bizarre, yet there are still readers of them today. There's even a podcast related to the Book of Enoch on Spotify. But I think there is danger in some of the faults and misleading ideas in such sources. Reading them for about ten minutes will probably cure you of any interest. 
but there may be spiritual danger as well. So don't take chances. But we also must admit that there were some who wanted the Book of Enoch in the canon of Scripture, which, well, in my opinion, would have been a major mistake. Yet having said all of this, don't overlook the beautiful benediction in the last two verses. I'm going to sing that benediction. Now to the one with enough power to prevent you from stumbling into sin and bring you faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with ecstatic delight to the only God our Savior through our Lord Jesus Christ be endless glory and majesty great power and authority from before he created time now and throughout all ages of eternity Amen. what are some of the key themes of this book first of all it's to defend and contend for the faith. Second, this faith involves living out a distinctively Christian faith based upon the full word of God. Third, Brian Simmons is impressed that there's a rich understanding of the character of God here. He has trusted us with so much. Discipleship was a key to maintaining faith in the church and God. There are also shades of the Trinity in this passage. Fourth, but our main duty is to snatch those who have strayed and return them to faith so they will avoid judgment. It's like Jesus finding the stray lamb. This is Brother Don.